What's happening, world? It's Kira and Ben. We're back again. Sometimes I think I do the intro the same every time, so maybe I'll start mixing it up. What do you think? I like it. Mix it. Mix it up. Keep it fresh. Well, we're back again. Um, as you know, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but we're back rolling. And this week's movie is actually a user suggestion or a listener suggestion. And it is the film Three Idiots. Um, this movie came out in 2009. It is a Hindi film. And it was my first time watching it. Yes, mine too. Uh, the suggestion came in. And we're trying to get the suggestions. Just let you know that we have a lot of suggestions. And we also have our own criteria that we're working on. So we try and squeeze in the suggestions with our own criteria exactly but we love the suggestions so keep them coming they have a lot of fun we have a lot of fun with them and it's broadening our horizons and expanding out what we want what we watch and um it's really fun i had said previously if you have a movie that you're super passionate about and really want us to cover just make the submission stand out don't just give us the name kind of give us what makes it special to you and uh what makes you think it would relate uh well to our show and what kind of content we put out so a little funny story about us, I would say, recording this episode <laughs> is we actually tried to record this episode, I would say, like, two weeks ago. Yes. Like, two weeks ago, yes. um, we actually had it fully recorded. And beforehand, Ben and I, we were playing around. He was showing me some really cool effects. And we accidentally recorded this whole thing in monster voice. Yes. Which is actually hysterical. Maybe I'll... I'll, I'll send it out like later on and you can laugh at us yeah you can laugh at this because guess what guys i don't remember what i said the first time so the show's gonna be a little different a little unique but monster voice very funny ben and i sounded like frankenstein yeah it was Um, fun (laughs) so imagine frankenstein talking about this movie and not our usual lovely voices yeah hilarious but let's get into it and i think what is so funny and why i wanted to bring this up is that this movie while being a comedy is very heavy yes Yes, it is a very heavy movie. Uh, I don't particularly like how they handle suicide. And Okay, so if we're going to start off with this, I agree with you, Ben. I have a lot of thoughts. So the movie itself obviously is very fun. And obviously depression and suicide and pressure and all the pressures of like academia and family, this is all very important things. And these are all very heavy important things. This movie, very fun, very lighthearted, but tonally insane to me yes so we let's start break let's um let's we'll break down what we're talking about now and then we'll kind of go through the film because it it comes it comes up first of all way more than i was expecting it to come three times three times times it comes up and 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 then even more so in conversation i would say it also comes up but it is to me a very sensitive subject i think it is a subject that should be taken with a lot of care and I think the casual use of it and yeah. and like the kind and I, I don't believe the movie was trying to be flippant with it. No, but for me, it hit a, it hit a nerve because I've had like almost seven friends commit suicide. And it's yeah. and it's it's a heavy thing because suicide is never the answer. Here's the thing. Life is tough and life is hard, but you are here for a reason, whatever that reason may be. And maybe some days you don't feel like you have a reason, but you're here to do something. Right. And I think that is an important message that gets lost. Yes. Because within societies of capitalism and power and success and this kind of rat race of who's the best and who's the smartest and who's making the most money and who has X, Y, and Z, it's easy to get caught up in that. 
and forget that that is not what life is about. Yeah, and I think also like for this, it's a Hindi movie in India, and they do stress a lot of stature. Oh, of course. Compared to America, America, like we take our education system like so lightly, and like a lot of people go to school and like get pushed through college because they like can be good in sports, or, or they just don't even care. They get there and they just flunk out or do whatever. And I, I don't think that's the case in India and other countries like Japan. They really, really stress education to the point of you know, where it could make someone you know, commit suicide. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I will say this as a college dropout. I, I, I dropped out of college. I did two years of school. And I did one. It's hard. Yeah. Here's the thing. For me, it was very hard. And I was very lucky and very blessed to have parents who understood where I was coming from and supported me. And help me get to where I am now. I drank. And those are two different paths that we took. <laughs> but no, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at it like that is that is different. But we were able to live these experiences, live life, learn from it, yeah. and then keep going. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, so, but within this film. So, okay, maybe we'll start breaking down the film so it starts making sense yes. in what we're saying. <laughs> yes. Because I'm going to just start talking about scenes and you guys are going to have no content. So. The story, obviously, is from what the title would suggest, three idiots, three friends who yes. are idiots. So we have Ferran, Rancho, and Raju. Now, all these three friends meet in engineering school. Yes. The story is told in flashback, which I like. I do like a flashback story. I like a little time jump. So we start off with Ferran getting on an airplane, and he gets a phone call, and he drops everything causes a whole scene on the plane to get off of it and then he goes and he picks up his friend Raju and then they go and they meet who we know who seems to be like a friend but that they don't really have respect for and it is Shator and now Shator is not a three idiot he is what I would say an adversary of them yes from their school years so what they're doing is Shator has captured them all because when they were leaving school he was like in five years I'm gonna be x y and z and I'm going to rub it on all your faces. So now this five years has passed. Yeah, we'll meet here on the thir- 13th. Oh, 13th. Yeah. Yes. And so they all get to. So he's rounding them up all together. And you're like, hmm, where is the third idiot, though? And now Shator's whole thing is that he has found Rancho. Yes. And Rancho is our is our story's protagonist. I would I would consider him. Yes. Him and Ferran, I would say, are the two mains. Yes. Yes. And so now Shator's like, we found Rancho, let's go. And so now they're t- they're on this journey to go find their friend. And while they're on this journey, this their their meeting is being told in flashback. So they all meet in school. Shator, very dedicated, from Nigeria, doesn't speak Hindi, doesn't, but is le- trying to learn, trying to like learn everything. And he's like, I'm going to be the top of the class. I'm going to do this. You have Faran and Raju who are there to go to school make their parents proud, move forward with their life. And then easy breezy Rancho. He comes on in. He's like, has this just like, I want to say like lust for life and just like knowledge. Like all he is there to do is like learn. And what he does immediately is push back on the system, which is what draws Ferran and Raju to him. Also, he is incredibly smart. He's like a sponge. He absorbs everything. Everything. And he just and he just wants to learn. And that's all he's there for. That's all he cares about is like the pursuit of knowledge. So we have our dean of the engineering school. He's a very grumpy man. 
very by the book, very strict, very like, this is what you'll do. And he offers up this riddle about the pen in space. And Rancho goes, well, why didn't they just use a pencil? And this piss right off the rip. (laughs) Already least favorite person. So now this is the kind of contentious relationship that Rancho establishes with his other teachers and the headmaster, the headmaster, because what he's trying to do is push back. No, through this, we're, we're seeing their friendship. They're having fun. This is a comedy musical. So there are some very fantastical musical numbers. Um, the one in the shower when that they're like hysterical. in the tu- in like the little like bat- barrels. I don't know. Water so barrel, funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. But like great. Really fun. You're seeing the camaraderie of like male friendship and like bonding. So this is another point I want to get back to uh, later when we kind of break down the relationships of the film. But I do like I do like the celebration of male friendship. Yes. I, I know I say a lot of things that are like against men, but I do believe the celebration of male friendship, male emotions, male intimacy, things like this, I think is very important because for a long time we didn't see that. And for a long time it was very much like, you will not have this and you will not have emotions and you will bond over other things. Oh yeah, because men aren't supposed to cry. Because men aren't supposed to cry. So, and I think that this movie does such a good job of exploring and celebrating male friendships. But we'll get back into that. So, the first heartbreak that we're going to talk about, the first big event of the film, after they all meet, they all meet, they're going through school. We have a, They have another student. They're, they're all friends. And the student has this idea to kind of create what looks like a drone. Yeah, with a camera. With a camera. And it's like supposed to be like a helicopter, but it's supposed to be hexagonal, hexagonal, whatever. And the headmaster hates. He's like, this is never going to work. You're never going to do anything good. He actually calls the kid's father. Yeah. And tells them that he's never going to graduate. I mean, this kind of insane bullying is yeah. from a from a headmaster is unreal to me. So now this kid is downtrodden. He's like, what is my purpose? What is my point? My headmaster says I'm not going to make it. He says my project sucks. This has been my whole thesis. This was what I've been working on. And then Rancho hears this. And Rancho hears this not from the conversation that the headmaster and the student is having, but from the student singing this very sad song. In the courtyard. He's kind of croning on about how he wishes he could do his life over again, how he wishes he was young. It's a beautiful song that is actually repeated throughout the film a few times. So Rancho hears this and he's like, he goes to Ferran and Raju and he says, we're going to help him and we're going to help him make his project great. He's going to graduate. It's going to be exciting. And they're working on this and they're like, it's going to be a surprise for him. We're going to show that we're banding together as students to help our friend. And in a scene that is so beautiful and so powerful. And now this is the first, what I would say, call gut punch of the film. So Rancho has now cracked the code of what they're doing. And they're flying the little drone around or the camera around. They're flying it around. And as they're flying it around, the camera switches between what the camera is seeing on the drone versus what we're seeing from like an eagle eye point of view. This is great. This is exciting. Everyone's dancing, laughing. Of course, it's another musical number. And as the camera's panning in between, we kind of see that this man, this student lives on an upper floor. And so we have the drone slowly going through all the windows. They're seeing like Shator being an idiot. Um, They're seeing like other people in their dorms. And as we're panning, we start to see feet. And we actually see the student whose project it was, who's hung himself, gutting. Obviously, the tone of the movie changes. We see Rancho, Ferran, and Raju running straight to his room to try to save him. 
Um, and then the next scene is his funeral. And it is heartbreaking. It is a, a beautiful scene. And then what I think is the most poignant part of this scene is when Rancho confronts the headmaster and he goes, you know, this is you. You did this to him. This is your fault. And the headmaster is kind of like, no, it's not. It's his fault. And it's like, no, your direct words and actions led to this. So now this has already, so now Rancho and the headmaster already contentious relationship leading to only more contention, right? Yeah. So it's very crazy and it's really sad. And now, but everyone has to keep going with what they're doing and they have to keep moving forward. So now the school year progresses, their friendships progress. The headmaster's trying to do everything to get Rancho out of the school, being like, oh, even trying to intimidate Faran and Raju into being like, don't be friends with him. He actually moves Raju to Shator's uh, dorm. Uh, Shator takes these um, like energy pills to stay awake and it makes him fart all the time. So they, ma- they make jokes about him being smelly and farting all the time. It's very funny. This then leads to an incident where they prank Shator yes. because he is a bully and he is mean. And what they do is since he is from Nigeria, well, grew up in Nigeria, he does not really know how to under- write in Hindi. So from that, the Rancho's plan is that they are going to write a fake speech that he will then read because he doesn't know- understand what he's saying. He just knows how to read it. And he ends up insulting the school, the headmaster, the founders, the donors, and everyone is laughing and thinks that is hilarious and a great time. And Shatur's like, Shatur thinks he's killing it. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's laughing. The headmaster, I think, passes out at one point in his chair, like falls out. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a hysterical scene. It's a hysterical scene. So we kind of see this like camaraderie between the boys. And then, so now the boys, they're friends. And now, of course, we have to introduce what? A love interest. A love interest. Can we ever have a movie without a love interest? It have to be a love interest. I've yet to see it. I've yet to see it. So now the boys, they're out on the town and they see a wedding happening. And they decide to crash the wedding. And, of course, who falls in love? Rancho. Because he's the main guy. He's got to fall in love. he does is he spots this girl and she's in a, she's beautiful. Pia. Pia's her name. Beautiful. In a sari, decked out. But then he notices that she's wearing an old beaten down watch. And he's like, what could this be? Is this girl... Is this girl deep? Does she have thoughts? Does she have feelings? Why is she holding on to this one antique watch? I have to get to know her. So as he's doing this, he's talking to her. He's talking to her and he keeps bringing up the watch. And he makes all these like wild assumptions about what the watch means. And he's right. He's right. He has no idea. He's like, oh, this is your dead mom's watch. She's like, how did you know? I did want her here on my sister's special day. So we find out that she's not the one getting married, but her sister is. And then who could the father be? Uh-oh, it's the headmaster. Which is hysterical. It is hysterical. So the reveal that the headmaster is the dad is so funny to me. So uh, Pia goes back with her fiancé. Rancho goes and finds his friends. And now they're like, oh, it's a wedding. Let's eat and steal all the buffet food that we can. So they're making, like, literal, like, mountains of food on their plate. And they're so excited. And they turn around, and the headmaster is there. And he's like, what are you doing? And then they just run. And it is so funny to me. Yeah, They run from the headmaster a lot. Oh, a lot. They run from him all the time. So what I think is so funny is this, like, so then Pia obviously is like, who is this man? 
how does he know my soul just from my watch? Da 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 da. Very sappy. Very sappy, but cute. So now they're going to start this flirtation. They flirt at the mall. They flirt. And then when it comes, one of the biggest things that happens and comes out of this is Ferran, Raju, and Rancho are all out drinking one night. They're celebrating, they're drinking, and they're like, let's go. And then Rancho's like, I got to go profess my love to her. I got to tell her how much I love her. And then he's like, all right, boys, let's go to the house. So they go break into the house so he can go profess his love. Headmaster's there. Raju ends up peeing on the door because he's wasted and he thinks it's funny, which it is. And then they run again from the headmaster. So continually running from the headmaster and they hide and then they get caught the next day. Oh, one part that we missed. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. This movie is very long and there's a lot of parts. So before this has happened, we know that Rancho comes from money. So this is told to us because the headmaster is trying to convince Ferran and Raju not to hang out with him. So he goes, Rancho comes from all this money. You do not. Ferran, you come from more money, but still not a lot. And then Raju, you come from literally nothing. What what are you doing? You're wasting your life. So we know now we have kind of an idea of like their economic status. And uh, Raju is the first one in his school, in his school, in his family to go to school. And his dad is incredibly ill. And what happens is his dad has like an attack. And Rancho is there and actually brings him to the hospital and saves him. On a moped. On a moped. So now Raju feels indebted to Rancho for saving his father. Now they're all celebrating out together. Raju pees on the door and he gets caught the next day. And the headmaster offers him an ultimatum. He says you can either turn in rancho and stay in school or you can leave school disgraced and these are the two options and now raju's very torn he's not going to rat on his friend who just saved his father's life and but he can't go leave school because that's going to devastate his father his family and we have our second gut punch where raju just very calmly stands up and throws himself out of a window which is i guess his way of being like well If these are my two options, I'd rather die, which is insane. So let's talk about the pressure that is put up by families and by institutions to survive. Because if you feel like that is your only option, then you are being failed by the systems around you. Yes, 100%. No option should be, I have to take my life. You've got to have some kind of out. There's got to be some kind of other way to handle the situation. And, you know, seek help. Seek help. Find someone. Talk to someone. If, if it's you're like, I don't have anyone, call an institution. You know what? Walk to a fire station. Sit down and be like, I am having a moment. Just talk to anybody, but don't take your life. It is, um, and it is, it is something that is incredibly easier said than done, obviously. Yeah. Um, when you are in your emotions and when you are feeling what you're feeling, rationale and logic do, yeah. do leave. Fly out the window. So never, never put the pressure on yourself to be like, oh, if you can't recognize that you're in a bad place, um, that takes a lot of like therapy and yeah. time and like self awareness. Depression's uh, depression's awful, and depression is very real, and it is something that a lot of people struggle with. But and I mean to have this uh, to be so. This is the second time suicide is brought up, and it is obviously gutting. Yes, yep, and it's and it's devastating. And now Raju is in a coma, and everyone's trying to get him out of the coma. And I think. 
And I think this is another celebration of that friendships and that love that we were talking about because we see Ferran and Rancho and Pia at this point dedicated to bringing Raju back. Yeah. Dedicated to it. They yeah. are there all the time. Raju's mom gets a new sari and she's like trying to be brave to like show him. And then like when she leaves the room and starts like breaking down, it's devastating. Yep. Rancho, Rancho tells him that his friend's going to marry his sister who couldn't be married because she didn't have the dowry. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, um, and then that is what gets him <laughs> out. And it's so fun because it's like, it's the humor and it's that friendship and it's that, it's that knowing of a person to be like, I can get you out of this. So now he's out of the coma. Right. And he knows that he was lying, by the way. And he knows that he was <laughs> lying. And he's going back to finish school. So now they're all back in school. Uh, Shator still hates all of them. Yep. And so now as this is being told in Flash. So we're, I think we should just focus on all the past stuff and then get to all the present stuff. Because yeah. there's a big twist that happens. Yes. That I, again, a tonally crazy movie. Yeah, It's a good movie. It. Don't take my thing on suicide. Like I, I just have personal issues with it because of what happened to my friends. Uh, it is a great movie, very fun, love, laughing every every five minutes. So like, it is a good movie. But this, I, I do want this to serve as a trigger warning. Like it is prominent. Yes. And it is there. Yes. Yes. It throughout the movie. Like again, three times we've discussed two. There is a third. There is a third. Actually, well, there's technically four. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. of like pass in passing the comment. So. They're now all in school, and Ferran is realizing that his passion is not in engineering. His passion is in photography, and Rancho is trying to convince him to pursue this passion. And Ferran is really struggling with it, and he goes, I can't disappoint my family. I can't do this. This is going to be, this is what I consider the fourth time, um, but it's kind of more of a passing comment where he's coming face-to-face with his dad, and he goes, I want to be a nature photographer. I want to take photos of wildlife. This is where my passion lies. But I'm scared to tell you. I'm scared. I don't want to drop. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And obviously, he does stay in his engineering school um, because he's at the bottom of his class. But um, his dad makes this comment and he says to him, and this has really stuck with me. He goes, I would rather have a happy son and I never want to look at the body of my dead son. Like, I never want to find the body of my dead son. And I thought that that was so important because it's the only time that we have seen that sort of pushback from someone that is not a student yeah. or considered a child in the movie because you don't see it from the headmaster. You you see the sadness from Raju's parents, but not in a way that they can communicate with him because he's a vegetable for most of that part of it. And so I think this, this conversation with Ferran is very important because you can see that, yes, there's all this like societal and familial pressure, but at the end of the day, your parents do want what's best for you. Right. They love they love you and they do want you to be happy. So it's not most most. So it's not like it's not. And I thought that that was a really good, like light sort of thing to say. Yeah. And I thought it really brought a lot of more heart and understanding to the movie. So now back. So now Pia and her fiance, they have this big blowout because he's a doctor and he buys her a nice watch and she pretends to lose it and he freaks out because it's like, four hundred thousand dollars or something i don't know yeah yeah because rancho tells her to do it yeah he's like see yeah he goes watch this she cares more about material things than you pretend you lost the watch and watch what happens and then so she does because rancho knows all (laughs) and and of course as the movie has told us rancho is correct so then pia ends the relationship with her fiance and now is having this like secret yearning love for rancho they just love each other so much he's so smart and understanding so 
this is happening and now they're getting to the graduation and Pia is confronting her father about everything. And we, so we've only known the father, the headmaster to have two daughters. Yes. The one that got married and Pia. Yeah. The one that's pregnant. Yes. Oh yes. She's pregnant. Which is a big part. Because that part is about to happen. So the sister's pregnant. She is with Rancho and the dad and they cannot get to a hospital. And Rancho actually helps deliver the baby. Yeah, with a vacuum cleaner. With a vacuum cleaner. It's with hysterical. like this like invention that he makes like up on the fly, like crazy. So he does that. And then this garners his respect from the headmaster. He goes, you saved my daughter. You saved her baby. Thank you. Yep. And he, the headmaster had a thing where if he met another student that was equal or better than him, he would give them the pen because that's what his headmaster did to him. And he's like, well, I'm the best. So so he does that. And then Pia and her father are having a conversation where they're talking about their uh, their brother. And you're like, hmm, that's weird. We haven't met a brother. Correct. Because the brother killed himself. Why? Because of pressure at engineering school. By his dad. By his dad, who is the headmaster. And you kind of see the dad like break down from this and being like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Da, da, da. It's like, How'd you not know, dude? You literally, earlier this year, had a student kill themselves. Yeah, and, like, the son jumped in front of a train. Yeah. He, he, like, didn't just hang himself. He, like, took himself out. He took himself out. And I think that kind of, like, realization for the headmaster kind of softens him a little bit. And become and he becomes a little bit more understanding. So, so those are our three instances. And now we can get to the future. So now, this is all in the past. Rancho graduates at the top of his class. Farhan and Raju do not, yeah. but Raju still gets a job mm-hmm. and he is very happy. He's very pleased. And Farhan is going to pursue photography. Now we see in the future that he is successful mm-hmm. and he does do a good job. Raju is successful and Shatur is successful in the way that Shatur wanted to be successful. He makes money. He has a wife. He has a car. He has kids. And he's all, he has to land this big deal. Yes. A big contract. A big contract. He has to con- like um, he has to recruit and get this guy, to, this doc, this scientist yes. to sign this contract. So he wants to do this to rub it in Rancho's face and be like, I was the more successful one. I achieved everything I wanted. I'm better than you guys. So they're on this comedy of errors tour to, trying to find Rancho. They can't find him. And then they get to where they think he is. And it turns out Rancho is not Rancho. And I thought that twist was kind of crazy because I was like, did they just mass hallucinate this man <laughs> like yeah. for a second? So what happens, what we find out is that Rancho was actually poor. Yeah. Son of a housekeeper or something, but was always on the property of this like very rich man. They worked for him. Yep. And he and this man saw the potential in Rancho. Because he would sneak into his son's class. Yes. And and watch every and learn and try to learn everything so the father saw this and said you know what you're gonna go to school instead of my son and you're gonna take his place and Rancho was like free education sign me up so now this has rocked Farhan and Raju's world and they can't find him now so now they have to go and then they find Pia who is about to get married because Rancho disappears so they do not their love does not last so she's about to get married and they find her and they're like, we're going to go. We got Rancho. We're going to go get him. And she comes with them. And I think that this part is so funny because it's like, if you think about it, it's like, what is 
what and and this isn't in the sense of romance it's like what does love mean and what is love and you've made all these plans and all this to marry this one person and then this one guy that you were never really with like you find again and you're gonna leave your marriage like wedding I don't know I think it was very funny so they go and now they found that there is this whole engineering school for kids that Rancho has founded and it is all founded on the ideas of like alternative learning I would say yeah exploration creative yourself expressing yourself creativity kind of everything that was lacking from what they had in their education he has like hundreds of thousands of patents and engine and like inventions he's world-renowned so they find him on this beach and they're all freaking out they're all so excited and Shatour's there and he's like telling him he's like oh, well, I'm going to sign that. I got to do this. And now that we found you and I'm rubbing it in your face and all this stuff. And it turns out that Rancho is the man that Shator is trying to sign. Yes. And he does not sign. No. And it is so funny. He actually takes Rancho's pen and goes, I'm leaving because I, I, I'm better than you. And I should have had this pen. He walks off. And then Rancho was like, who did he say he was going to sign? And you come to find out it's Rancho. So Rancho calls him and it, on his phone, it answers with the guy's thing. And he goes like, Hey, hey, and he like he goes, You got my pen and he spins around and he's, and he's like Oh no <laughs> And everyone's laughing, he starts freaking out. He's like, I'm gonna get demoted, I'm not gonna get my promotion, da da da. Everyone's having fun. And a scene that I think is funny and it's like, oh, is obviously cheesy, but it's still funny is when there's a scene earlier when Rancho is talking to Pia and he goes, I had a dream that you came to me in a sari on your moped and you took off your helmet instead of having a bridal veil. And we tried to kiss, but our noses got in the way. And then how does Pia return to Rancho in a bridal sari on a moped with a helmet instead of a veil? But they do kiss. They do. Yeah. Their noses don't get in the way. They do. Yeah, kiss. She even says that. Though. I know. Yeah. And it, it is cute and it's fun. And then they all li- they all run off on the beach together and they're having a good time. So while we're doing some research for this film, it did look like they're trying to make a second one yeah. uh, from the success of this one, which w- could be really cool. It is a fun movie. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I, I, I appreciate the suggestion. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Obviously, we're harping on some things that just like mean a lot to us, but it was a good film. And I, w- I would recommend it. I thought it was a great recommendation. It was. I laughed a lot. And, it, and I think it had a good message about what it, what it means to have your passion versus what it means to be successful. And I think this is what a lot of people struggle with. And I think nowadays struggle even more with it's like, do I want to? But I mean, we live in a society where you have to have money to be successful so you can have hobbies to find your passion. Like we just kind of live in this vicious cycle. Yep. And I don't know. It's really devastating. But suicide is never the answer. So just don't kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, if, listen to this instead. Yeah. And if you're, you're, you're in high school and you're being bullied or things are going wrong for you, and, you know, I want to tell you something. At the end of high school, you will never see these people again. Right now, it seems like your whole world, it seems like you're going to, these people are everything in your world, and if they mean to you, and then, but let me tell you something. When those doors, when you walk through those doors for the final time, you're never going to see those people. So don't let that brief moment of time in your life end your life. Yeah, it might stink. It might be awful. It might be terrible. But if you can trudge through it, there's a brighter tomorrow. There is. Absolutely. And nothing in life is final. Everything is fluid and everything is always moving and everything is always changing. The only constant in life is change. One thing that is final, though, is death. Yeah. And like, let me tell you, I was a 
drug addict, alcoholic, homeless person. Today I work two jobs. I do a podcast. I wrote a book. So there, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Yeah, you have to make, and it's hard, and it's hard to say, but you have to make the choice every day. Yeah. You have to make the choice every day. I'm waking up and I'm choosing to look at life positively. I'm choosing to look at life happily, and I'm choosing to live life. And obviously, things happen, and obviously, situations get you down, and life is hard, and life is not easy. But that is not that's not what matters. What matters is that you're here and like you're living. Yep. A hundred percent. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, a little bit of a heavy tone at the end for a very fun movie, but I watched Three Idiots. I think I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, I believe it's on Netflix. If not, you could probably get it on Amazon. Yeah. I mean, and we're in the digital age of streaming. You can watch anything everywhere. Search engine. Yeah. Talking to that remote. So thank you guys for listening. Um, check out the film. Um, thank you to who suggested it. It was a great watch, and um, I hope to see more. So, Ben, anything else? No, just you know, thank you for the suggestion. It was a great movie. I liked it a lot. Like I said, it had a tone for me, but you know, that's just my personal issues. So, like, go into it with an open mind. You're gonna enjoy it, and fun, fun time. Fun time. So, catch us next time on What's Happening.